Welcome to another episode of the Bad Sex Podcast. I'm your host, Krista. I'm here with a very good friend of mine, Jen. We went to college together. We're in the same sorority. She's a travel nurse out in New York City right now, which is where I'm recording from. What, what? My favorite city in the world. Hello, Jen. Hello, Krista. Hello, listeners. Thanks for recording. Yes, thanks for recording with me. Um, It's New Year's Day that we're recording. It's New Year's Day. It's 2020. 2020, guys. This is big. What was your what was your New Year's experience like? Mine was very tame. New Year's experience, so I growed up a little bit and did a house party until See, I also did a house party. Until the ball dropped and that was so much better than the last couple years because I didn't have to deal with the stress of bars and getting there before midnight. Um, and then went to a couple bars afterwards. Wore the 2020 eyeglasses with the with the circle in the middle of the yes, two and instead I hate of where, I hate the, where the second two is right now. It's crazy, it's horrific. Who designed that? It looks like 200. It could easily just be mm-hmm. in the two O's and it doesn't, it doesn't have to be center. Definitely peaked 2000 to 2009 for sure. Yeah, those glasses. But. Yeah, I think we probably should have stopped after 2009. Mm-hmm. But look what we look what we've done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I also did a house party. Well, it was more of a house gathering. There was like eight people, but honestly, they were really fun and they were playing Harry Styles. So mm-hmm. I really didn't have any complaints. And I felt the same way. Like, it's so stressful to go to a bar on New Year's Eve. And, like, are you going to kiss someone? Like... I have not kissed someone in years. I don't sadly. think I have either. Yeah. I kissed a random in Chicago two years ago, I think. And that was not fun. That was the only random I've ever kissed. And I'll never do that again. And I was like, who are you? And I ran away right after. Um, yeah. Ever since that, Nothing. last time I had a boyfriend, which was, like... No. Four yeah. years ago was the last time we were like 20, dating on New Year's. Twenty sixteen, a couple girlfriends came to Denver to visit me, and I maybe kissed like one of them. That's fun. Out of good fun. Yeah, just to have one. Yeah. But honestly, like, it's not like starting the year off with a New Year's kiss has improved my year at no. all. So. And I think that it's just so much more pure to hug your friends and just have that and just beautiful have a good moment. Time. We were all just singing, mm-hmm. and we had old Lang saying whatever sign. What is it? Uh, Old... I don't know. We have that playing. Yes. Yep. Um, My friend's boyfriend is Filipino, and I guess there's this, like, Filipino tradition of eating 13 grapes as soon as the clock strikes midnight, and you have one minute to finish the grapes. And it's, like, either good luck for the year or bad luck for 13 years if you don't finish the grapes. Did everyone take So everyone had, like, a martini glass of grapes. (laughs) Red or green? Red. And they were pretty big grapes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just, like, stuffing them. Um, I had the timer on because I'm allergic to fruit, so I couldn't partake, but I made sure everyone else finished their Love grapes that. on time. Love I just um, chugged a glass of wine. That's same thing. Way to do it. Same yep. thing, same right? Thing. Grapes. Exact same thing. Um, I feel like we have so much to talk about. So much I to talk like about. I feel like the glaring one is you live in New York, I live in LA, we've both lived in Ohio, and the dating world is just very different in these three cities, and I feel like we should just get into it. For sure, What's yeah. your experience in New York? So, I moved here in August, so I haven't been here for too long. Yeah. Um, and if you recall, I was voted Tinderholic back in college. Oh my god, yes. I was either Tinderholic or Instaholic for like four years. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so I was I, most likely to order late night pizza, which is still very sure. accurate. Very accurate, yeah. I would yeah. say. Um, so, I've always been an avid user of the apps. I use mm-hmm. Hinge more so now. 
in New York. Um, in New York. So Hinge is a good one in New York. Hinge is a good know. one in New York. Bumble's good too, but I haven't found as much as luck much, on it. As much luck on it. Um, I've gone on a couple dates with people. Love the Jews. There's a lot of a lot of my there Jewish There are a lot of Jewish men here. here and in LA. That's mm-hmm. a shared thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. There's definitely, it's true. And they love Hinge. They love they, they love They're on Hinge. hinge. That's like, hinge. And yeah. Hinge shows you the height. Yes, hinge which is shows important. You the height. And so does Bumble now. Mm-hmm. But that's why Tinder is like and unacceptable. Bumble, Bumble shows you their, um, if they put it, it shows you their astrology sign. Yes, mm-hmm. which is important as yeah, well. so I can pick and choose. Um, yes. No Geminis. I've had too much experience with that. No Aquarians. Mm-mm. I want nothing to do with that lifestyle. No offense to you guys. But, but offense. My luck here been pretty limited um there's a lot of artistes which I love yeah but they don't generally like I like them on hinge but they don't like me because I don't look artistic enough I which thought is, you have an artist that you wear I, the beanies I know right stuff. I have three tattoos yeah tats and beanies <laughs> I have three that's tattoos. artists right mm-hmm. that's artists um been on a date with a cameraman oh fun that was good yeah that's I, mean, I, I feel like that's in LA too there's a lot mm-hmm. of entertainment adjacent people mm-hmm. a lot of producers yeah. the guy I just went on a date with and hooked up with he was a producer is a producer not dead he's mm-hmm. very much alive yeah. he is currently a producer it's an interesting like I am a very creative person and mm-hmm. I love the arts and I like being involved in it but sometimes I'm just like maybe I don't need to date someone in the arts yeah. Maybe and, it's just the personalities. I mean, not... I also realize that I don't have as much in common with them necessarily. And that's, that's led me astray in past relationships where I just can't really relate to to people that are very extremely yeah. artistic and passionate about that. Um, and then, I don't know, a lot of the guys here, I feel like, and I'm sure this is true in LA, there's always something better. Yeah. Because they're just there's so many people, people available. Yeah, areas. LA is like crazy like that. Like everyone's an Instagram model, or they're just like a bunch of like average looking guys who have refused to date anyone who's not an Instagram model. And mm-hmm. I'm like, do you have you looked in the mirror? You're yeah. not even on I know, their level. I know. I know. What's going on? Um, and I found that it doesn't really happen that I get hit on it at bars. I, oh, think I don't that like guys that. I are a little that was bit better in they're, New York. They're a little bit um shy here. That the guys or, in LA are very that passive. That or I have this issue where I just tend to I fuck people because I think that that's my flirting move. That should be the flirting and it move. Does not, it does and not they don't work. come over. <laughs> and it does not work. No, I don't do it often because I get I am weird about eye contact, so I oh get my really. God, no, that's been my move since college. I'm so weird about eye college contact. College worked like a charm. Midwestern boys really easy. They're to, so to, like, easy. Rope in, yeah. I miss that. Mm-hmm. I miss that so much about the Midwest because. I, just, I didn't have any trouble no, in Ohio, no trouble. even in Chicago no when I'm visiting for like a weekend, mm-hmm. like guys will come up to yeah. me. Ohio, like I met like I met like three boyfriend material dudes in like a month right before I moved to L.A. Mm-hmm. and I was like moving. So I just was like, mm, sorry, can't go anywhere. I, I moved to L.A. I met like one person I was interested in dating in three years and the men are super passive. They don't approach you. I don't like that. I thought yeah. in New York the men were more aggressive. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm trying to think of the people. I mean, there's a good amount of, like, Ohio State people out here. Um, but they tend to be the Ohio State people who are from Long Island, so it doesn't Right. Really, oh, but I love... I dated one of those, boy. though. <laughs> well, technically Jersey, but all yeah. his friends were okay. from Long Island. Okay. Those, they were fun. The I mean, he was the worst. And mm-hmm. we don't speak his name. They tend to have... But... 
nice accents. I love chest, the East. Chest hair. Chest hair. I don't know how I feel about the full on. No, chest I love. Well, what do you mean full on? How like, long is a that? A lot. Like, okay. Like, you know, like how do you feel about the level of it peaking out of a V neck? I like. I, I'll, I'll like see some peaking out of a V neck. Like, yeah. Okay. But not like a thick. What about like if coat. it follows down? Oh yes, do all it, the way down. Like it following all the way down. Connect like okay. a beard, like okay. a good beard. I need it to connect. Or like, but then sometimes people have the shoulder patches. So I don't really like that. I know I want nothing me. on the back, but that I'm not here to shame me. anyone who has back hair. I'm really sorry. We um, love you. We, we love, love you. you. Um, maybe shave we it. We stand no. you. Yes. <laughs> it's not my preference, but mm-hmm. I love chest hair. Like it's like in this like. I've hooked up with guys who don't have any chest hair and it like makes me uncomfortable. Like yeah. any and sign then, where you look childish then, or like, like really if you can tell out. that they've shaved and it's just like these like sharp yeah. prick looking what things, are you like, doing? then I'm just like, Do what are you doing? Do not shave your chest hair, guys. I realized, oh. actually, this is something I should say. Um, so much support from my hometown friends listening to this podcast. I had no idea most of you were even listening and I like truly like wanted to cry. So many people were like, oh my God, your podcast is so great. And bunch of guys too and I was like you guys are the best mm-hmm. oh my god it like truly warmed my heart but now I know guys are listening so I can start realizing that I can give some good advice don't give you guys shave advice. your chest hair no one wants that I don't know anyone who like actively hates chest hair do you yeah, I'm trying to think um like, they might not prefer it but I don't know anyone who like it's yeah, grossed out by it to the point it's where you would need breaker. to shave it off groom yeah. it if it's out of control mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's the same with pubes, which I feel like is a topic we wanted to good. address. This is this is a good segue. What are our opinions on pubes? This came up. So so on the aforementioned date with the cameraman. Oh yeah. Um, it was the first date, hinge date. I did a thing, and we had sex four times after the first. We date. love to see it. We love to see it. You know, a couple night episodes, a couple morning episodes. But I did discover that he had the gnarliest pube situation oh my god and how long how what's gnarly like how long are we talking i'm gonna say like i want to assume maybe like an inch it was like pretty long soft padding oh god and i was giving him a blowjob as we do as we do when we're generous and a pube landed on my tongue and i gagged (laughs) and i told and and he was like are you okay and i was like Josh, we're not we're not hiding names. It's fine. Yeah, no, we could. I we was could like, reveal. Josh, I just got one of your pubes pubes in there. <laughs> and then and then so we went on a second date. We're literally sitting down at a Thai restaurant eating dinner, and he leans across and he's like, "I just want you to know that I shaved my pubes." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh my god." He was like, I know how hard it was for you last time. That's really considerate like, of him. And, but then we didn't have sex. And oh. then I kind of ghosted him. So okay. not just because of the pubes, but I'm boys, sure it didn't help. The pubes are it's a great it's a great area. So it's would you prefer line. shaved? Like all the way off? I don't I don't want all the way off. I just want like a nice groomed like I want you Trim to it. I want to know that you're a man. Yes. That's how I feel. But I don't want your pubes to be in my tongue right. and have me gag. And, and I, I don't have to pull them out. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, like, same with chest hair, needs some hair there, or I feel like you look like a little boy, and I'm not into that, luckily, because that's illegal. Um, but I just, you know, prefer 
some hair there to show you've gone yeah. through puberty mm-hmm. but it can't be that long no. to fall off in my no, mouth like, i need it trimmed it looked like the balls the need to be clean i don't know how hard it anatom- is to get that clean it looks but- like the anatomical figure that you see like in the textbooks when you're in biology class and there's just like a mass of like hair did it what did it make the like penis look like did it make it look a lot smaller i feel like it also makes it look smaller it definitely felt small so <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yes, we were struggling. Um, oh man. But yeah, I, I'm not a fan of the crazy, let's be natural. Yeah. I'm not that opposed to it, but I would be upset if a hair fell off of my mouth, which has happened to me before, but usually Uh in relationships. Yeah. And And I get very comfortable in relationships. Mm -hmm. Like I was telling you earlier about the Dingleberry story. Yeah, the Dingleberry story. I I dated a guy who loved butt massages and he was super clean. Like he showered all the time. Like this guy was so clean. And he loved butt massages like in a super non-sexual way. He just really enjoyed them. And he would always fall asleep and I would give them to him. And he fell asleep once and I'm giving him a butt massage and I saw a Dingleberry. And I was like, if he has one... All men have okay. them because he's the cleanest. It's horrific. And so for that reason, I'm scared of men's buttholes and I just try not to go back there, which makes me feel bad because it's fun. Yeah. And I like when they do it to me. It's, I more so enjoy lay buttholes because I like seeing men become like putty in my hands. Okay. So you're a top. And this I love is, it. This and I did this with my ex boyfriend, um, and I don't think he'd like ever had any anal play before. Right, anal play. Yep, that's and another. Someone asked a question we, about anal play, so we'll get to it. So yep. we kind of, you know, I introduced him to it, and he was like, again, putty in my hands. Like he, he was like instantly that's just like so, so fun, weak. and I love that because like. I am a fellow Scorpio queen. Yes. Oh, yeah. We should... Jen and I have identical birth charts. Pretty creepy. Besides yeah. our moon and our rising, everything mm-hmm. else is identical. And so, you know, we have we have struggles. Yeah. A lot of Scorpio. A lot of Scorpio in here. A lot of water, power, energy, whatever. Um, yes. But we are strong, I, but Yeah, dark. I'm a very, like, passionate person. Mm-hmm. Very sexual person. Yep. And I just enjoy those endeavors. That's so interesting, though, because I'm very much, like, very submissive. That's how mine manifests. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I guess, could take on a more dominant role, but it's just, like, not my preference. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if I was, like, I have hooked up with more submissive men, and it's, like, a little bit of a turnoff for me. Like, Mm -hmm. I I need, like, dominant. Yeah. Like, one of the favorite people I've slept with, I called him daddy. Well, it's your opinion (laughs) on calling people daddy. He's the only person I've ever called daddy. Personally, And he is daddy still, if you're listening. I have not called... I don't think I've called a guy daddy. I think you need to wait until the until moment the right strikes way. you because mm-hmm. never in my life had I been inclined to call someone daddy. And then I found myself like almost saying it in bed. And I was like, where is this even coming? This has never even happened. Then I asked him and I'm like, have you ever been called daddy? He's like, you know, mm-hmm. probably two or th- like a couple times, once yeah. or twice. And I was like, that's more than most guys, I would think. Sound off. DM me if you've called someone daddy or you've been called daddy or if you enjoy that. But I was like, he just has daddy energy. Yeah, please let us know. And it was just... I'm intrigued. It was hot. But that being said, Into like, it. I personally don't like being called baby. Oh, you don't? I, I love I it. mean, I can do babe, but I am not a fan of, like, baby. It just... Do you like pet names in general? Me. Um, 
I don't know. I, I'm I trying like to them. remember like the last time. I know. When's the last time anyone was called me babe? Attached enough to <laughs> so me to lonely. give me a pet name. Oh, um, God. I'm fine, guys. It's okay. It's funny. So we'll Positivity. See. But um, I'm big on them. Like when I'm in a relationship, I don't say people's real name like mm-hmm. ever. I, this know, is I don't say their name. I am known for. I say people's names so often in like oh. a stream of thought. And I, I think in the back of my mind, it's just me validating them. That's a good, um, it is actually like a communication I, tactic. I have heard that I say people's names a lot. I so think that's a I good thing. Mm-hmm. I think people, that's like a conversation, like tip that I've heard, like say people's names and repeat it because it makes them like you more because it, it's like validating, just like you said. I don't know if I, I don't know out of relationships if I even say names that often. I probably don't because I'm bad with names. Yeah. So I try not to so I don't mess up somebody's name. I'm also bad with faces. I could have yeah. fully met you before and I just... Mm-hmm forget don't recognize you mm-hmm. i read somewhere though that it's um if you have like a high iq or if you're like if you learn to read really early which i did i think i learned to read when i was like three it like hinders your ability to recognize faces interesting yeah. and like reading has always been my best subject i got a perfect score on the reading act nobody Fantastic. cares but i want to share it with everyone and i like there's like aunts and uncles and that they're not blood related in African culture. You just call everyone your aunt and uncle if they're a friend of your parents. They're people I've known for my entire life. And I'm just like not positive their name. If someone says their name, I like their face does not pop up. Like if I see them, I'm like, have I met you before? Do I? There's people who like add me on Facebook and I'm like, are you an uncle of mine mm-hmm. or a random? Mm-hmm. And I just like don't know. I don't, on, I'm bad with faces. On this note, have you ever called someone the wrong name in bed? Um, have I? No, but I've come very close because I dated like a bunch of people whose names start with M. Okay. One syllable names that start with M, like very easy to mix up. I, ooh, not in bed, but I did that once on the phone and I said like, I love you, X. No. And it was the boyfriend prior to the new boyfriend. No, no. And we'd also been dating like two years at that point. Okay. So it was like such a, in the past, like, don't, I had just yeah. been telling someone a story about my first boyfriend and I accidentally said it. And I was so upset. They didn't even care, but I was so upset. I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm okay, so they so were they, they took it. Yeah, they fine. took it fine, okay. but I like freaked out. But I was called the wrong name in bed. No. No. My first actually this is a good segue into anal play too. My first time doing anal ever. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, granted this man the privilege. He calls me okay, he had a longtime friend. Let's call her Lisa, that's mm-hmm. not her name. Okay. Longtime friend named Lisa, who, like, childhood friend, grew up together. They'd hooked up once. He, he was notorious for being a friend to people he used to hook up with. And I just had to be okay with it. And I was like, okay, fine. He, like, went to visit her at her college, mm-hmm. came back from that weekend, had called me her name in conversation a couple times already. I was starting to get real pissed. He's like, well, if it makes you feel better, I kept accidentally calling her Krista. And I was like, no, that doesn't make me feel better. You're mixing this girl up with your girlfriend. Meanwhile, this girl's like white as snow. Like, looks nothing like me. So tell me how. When you're looking at my black ass, Uh how How Lisa's name pops up in your head. Mm -hmm. And he said, like, he just, like, said her name. And I was like, I'm sorry, what'd you say? Never let him do that again. I was furious. And then Lisa visited the following weekend, even though he had just visited her. And it wasn't Something even Lisa's fault. In hindsight, I feel bad. I wasn't nice to Lisa. I wasn't actively mean to her. She just, like, okay. was yeah. like, oh, my God, hi. And I was like, hey. And walked away. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just mm-hmm. didn't want to talk to her. No, I get that. And I was like, you can tell her why. But then he didn't. <laughs> but then I 
told everyone else, so I'm sure it got back to her because I was petty. Yeah, it was petty, petty. Um, but yeah, it was not fun to be called the wrong name. I was no. furious. That was such a bad relationship. I have stories on stories about that guy. It was a three-year relationship. Anyway, have you ever called Please. someone? Yeah. Um. No, I don't. I don't think I have. Um. I'm trying to like. It's like recall. not that easy to do, but it's also easy to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. If you're like, if you're really, you know, not in your head, mm-hmm. something might come out. Yeah. Who knows? But I just don't think it's that easy. I think if it happens, it's a little bit shady. Yeah. It's a it's a lot bit shady. It's a lot of bit it's shady. It's a lot bit shady. And I will not be gaslit ever again and thinking it wasn't a big deal. I'm not crying. I'm fine. Um, but let's get into how we did we talk about anal play already? My memory. So I let's get into we it. Did, Someone we, said, "Have about, we covered anal play?" Was I talked the about the putty in my hands. Yes, with which the sounds one fun. That makes you want to try it. The one ex boyfriend. Yeah, I haven't tried it since because mm. having issues finding consistent side base. Right, but, and you can't just like one um, one off. You know, and I was moving around, and I lived in Denver, and Denver, even though it's called Denver, is not very oh, that's relationship friendly. No, okay, um, but. Yeah, I think my first time doing anal, I was in college. Mm-hmm. Um, a good old Midwestern boy. Oh, we love them. <laughs> I I miss them. Yeah. So even just so when I like was, landed in Ohio for the holidays, I was yeah. just like, oh, look around, all yeah. the flannel, mm-hmm. all the beards. Yeah. Oh, so we you know, highly recommend um, anal mid- with, with Midwesterners. They really Did it go well? It went like okay. Okay. I personally it was difficult. am not the biggest fan. Yeah, um, I wasn't. I mean, I've tried it a couple of times since, but um, not the biggest fan. I would say, like, if you're if you're listening and you want to try it, you need, like, a shit ton of lube. Like, do not let anyone say they want to try it if they don't have, like, lube ready. Like, your yeah. butthole does not lubricate itself. You can't just stick anything up there. That's crazy. Uh-huh. And, like, a lot of people don't know that. So I would just make sure you have lube on hand. I would also say make sure it's with someone. It really helps to be with someone that you've like established a relationship right. with because it might both not of the times go were well. Not. Right, like <laughs> they were not established relationships. Oh, okay. So um, that was a little and, and bit that's nerve wracking. Yeah, it's nerve wracking because things could a lot could go wrong, and you need to be wrong. able to like laugh they about don't it. Know you, yeah, right. like like you know, what if something comes out on the day? That's mm-hmm. my big fear. Mm-hmm. If you're dating someone, you laugh about it, just like yeah. the dingleberry I found. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If you're not, then it becomes a whole thing, and you're embarrassed, and it's sad. Um, so yeah, that's my other thing. You should trust them. You don't have to be, like be in a relationship, but like someone you trust. Mm-hmm. What else? And I, you need to go really slow. Mm-hmm. Like really slow. Really slow. Like I think it took a good like ten to fifteen minutes to even get like the tip in. It takes a while, and I was really high. Oh, that helps yeah, that's, to that's, relax that your helps, body. That helps. Um, I'm actually like really intrigued by how guys interpret it or like how they feel about it. Right. I feel like in my experience, 50% of the time of my two times, <laughs> it was because I was on my period. And so guys are like, oh, there's a solution. Oh, okay. You know, and they're yeah. like. Also, but why aren't they having period sex? I don't know. Do you have period sex or no? I personally do not, but that's also because I am, I'm not necessarily a clean freak, but like 
when it's related to sex, I want to change my sheets the next day. Right. I'm like... That's interesting. I have, like, no issue with period sex, but I think that's only because... That only started once I dated someone who also didn't have an issue with it. Mm-hmm. Because I thought, I was like, oh, them. we don't do yeah, it. Like, you don't them. have sex on your period. That's just a thing that doesn't happen. And then I, like, started hooking up with someone who was like, I don't give a fuck. And I was like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. And so then after that, I was like, I liked that. It was honestly hot because I was like, okay, this seems like a person who's, like, mature. So do you and, feel like, like it was, afraid of it. was it better? Like, is period sex better? Or it's just... I'm super horny on my period. So, Yeah. Yeah. It's it's essentially the same, but I'm always, like, extra horny. Or, mm-hmm. like, the couple days before, too. So I just, like, appreciated the lack of, like, queasiness around periods because I just feel like men in general are uninformed about them and they mm-hmm. just, like, act like they're gross and it's really annoying. And so once that happened, now I, like, think it's unacceptable for guys not to be cool with it. Mm-hmm. Which maybe isn't fair of me. But, like, some a guy I had hooked up with in the past had snapped me. I think he sent this like multiple people and it was like a, a video of somebody like dancing and the caption was when your girl says she's off her period and he's like 27 mm-hmm. and so I replied and I'm like yeah. you're a grown man I need you to stop being afraid of periods and he just <laughs> replied yikes and I was like like what is this? like yeah. it's not something to be afraid like you don't have to go down on me like I wouldn't ever make someone do that oh, that's no, some people are into like, it I would need, like, a lot of convincing. Right. I I would need a lot of convincing. I wouldn't be cool with that, I don't think. They'd have to, like, show me, like, evidence. I would be in my head. Yeah, I'd be like, like, ah, this is not... Like, I wouldn't lick someone's nose if there was blood coming out of it. Okay, I wouldn't lick their nose in general. But just, like, you know, I wouldn't lick a wound or any... Why? Yeah. Why would anyone really need to do that? But, like, people are into it. So no shaming there. But, like, you know, you don't have to do all that. Mm -hmm. But, like... Your dick isn't that clean. Anyway. Oh, no. So, and you should be using condoms. Not the should best be. at that. Yeah, it should be. Not the best at that. You know, um, that's ideal. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other anal play tips. Start with a finger. That's start, fun. Start with a finger. Yeah, don't start just jump finger. in. I just jumped in, I think. No, I can't remember. I can't remember when I first experienced a finger, but it's preferable. I'm a big yeah. fan. Mm-hmm. Pointer. I would say thumb, pointer. Yeah, pointer. One finger. Do not put it in too far. The longest is your ring finger. You know your middle finger. The, the longest. No, I. You're going in first knuckle. That's the. <laughs> that's as deep as you're getting. <laughs> you better stop True. at knuckle one. <laughs> I don't need any more than that. And no, don't be going fast. Don't just be shoving anything in there. I had a dude who just was like. Way too trigger happy it's with a that. delicate art. Because how I like let a guy know that they can do that is I move their hand to that area and then in my head I'm just like, do with that what you will. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to go in there, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just letting you know you can. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes they get really yeah, excited because they're not used to that and they just like shove it in there and I'm like, no, not like that. Mm-hmm. I should have given some more instruction. But that's usually the way I let someone know that I'm down. That's how I let someone know that I'm down for a lot of things. Like choking, yeah. which I'm big on. I'll just put their hand on my throat. Oh, no, that's exactly what I do. Yeah, I don't I don't say choke me. I take their hand, put it on my throat, <laughs> do with that what you yeah. will. And then? And if they don't, then I'm like, pussy. Mm-hmm. No, like, <laughs> like I'm oh, you so pussy. into that, yeah. Yeah, it's important. Um, yeah, start with the finger, though. Butt plugs are not something I've tried, but, like, I might. I probably will. Yeah, don't knock it. Till you try it. I think a couple episodes in, we talked about butt plugs, and I was, like, very intrigued. I was like, mm-hmm. sounds fun. But, again, that's, like, just something I would only try in a relationship. 
Yeah, very true. Not because of anything, just because, like, I need to feel comfortable with the person. And you don't want to buy a shitty butt plug. Like, you have to invest. Exactly. And, like, what am I going to just buy a butt plug for some random dude to try on me? No. You don't don't deserve all that. No. That's so interesting, too, though. Like, sex toys, like, I haven't really had this experience quite yet, but, like, if you buy a sex toy with someone, is it weird to use it with a new person? Do you need to buy new sex toys for each person? So... I've only had two because one died. I know. Oh, I know. Sex one, toys. One sex toy. I died. thought you meant no, no. And the funny story is, it's, it's it's the original sex toy that we got. Mine died too. Senior year. What's it called? What was that um, company? At the Tupperware party. Yes. And it was oh, it was put on through like pure romance. Pure romance. So pure senior romance. year of college, our sorority did a quote unquote Tupperware party. <laughs> Um, that's what we had to call it so it could get yeah. approved. But really, it was a sex toy party where this representative came in, like, Mary Kay style, but with uh, dildos yeah. and lube. And, and we all, like, you touch them to your nose. Yeah! You touch the vibrators to your nose, and if it makes you sneeze, then it's strong enough Then it's for you. strong enough. Um, but yeah, I had that one for a good four years, and then it died. Yeah, mine died too. And then I actually, um, so I have this problem where I find matches on, like, Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, and I never meet them, but I continue talking to them for like a How year at a time. How do you do that? Isn't that draining? So many times. I've done this so many oh times. Oh my god! And there was this one guy from Tinder um, who I matched with when I was living in Denver. He ended up moving back to LA, um, but he sent me one. <laughs> that's so nice. He he bought me one and sent it to me. Yeah. So that's the one that I currently have. Where um, do I find these boys? I know. I know. I bought one when I was in my last relationship. But it was just like a wand, like a vibrating mm-hmm. wand. So it's like not, there's not really any insertion that I'd be concerned about mm-hmm. using it with somebody else. But honestly, like, I remember like he didn't like it very much because I came like too easily and he just felt um, inferior. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, no, one time I definitely scared a guy away because I needed it. And yeah. which is like pathetic that it like scared him away. Right. What's he his problem? Like, Your manhood is now in like, question. I'm That's sorry. why I started this yeah. podcast and because so then, you need to learn that sometimes, a lot of times, your dick is not enough. Sorry, like boys. Like, almost all times. Most of the time. Personally. Most of the time, um, not enough. Yeah. We need some hand action. We need some vibrator action. Yeah, I plan to, like, make that a very typical part of mm-hmm. my sexual routine mm-hmm. once I start sleeping with people again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, but I have no problem with them. But I feel like, like, if I were to buy... I don't know. I don't know. You can get emotionally attached. I them. can. So I, like, this, I get yeah. how you would want to use with different, different people. Yeah. And also just like, what if like a guy, like I've heard of guys like having vibrators, like buying one with someone, mm-hmm. but they're the one who buy it, buys it. And I'm like, I wouldn't want that used oh, on yeah. me later yeah, no. at all. That's just horrendous. give it to them if you buy that. With I don't them. trust them to clean anything. Exactly. Like I don't want that on me at all. Um, but that's, I think sex toys are a good way to intro anal play. I'm trying to think what other... And just laugh about it. Shit might go down. Mm-hmm. Literally. Pun intended. Literally. <laughs> oh, that was good. Horrendous. Yeah. It really go might. Go to the bathroom and wash your hands. Yeah. Yeah. Clean. I mean, have you ever eaten a guy, eaten a guy's asshole? That's the word. That's I the phrasing, not. right? Me neither. And I personally am not. I'm terrified. I feel bad. Have you ever had your asshole eaten? I feel like you'd remember. I feel like I would remember. Yeah. It, I was like, I think <laughs> so you would So we're going to go with the no? It's fun. I love it. 
But at the same time, like, my butthole is very clean and there's not really hair yeah. back there. Yeah. And I feel bad because it's really enjoyable and I'm like, this guys would probably like it too, but I can't. There's E. coli to worry about. You know what I mean? Oh, I am it's a so nurse. I right? Like, and also, I wouldn't let anyone go back there unless I had just showered. Just I don't showered. care if they're cool with it. I don't care. Honestly, I need to in have... the shower. Yeah. <laughs> literally, immediately out of the shower. That's the only time it's allowed. And I just, I can't bring myself to do it, but I feel, it feels like something I should do mm-hmm. because I know what it feels like. I know it feels great. And I feel like I should, you know, return oh, the so favor. so selfless of you. It is. It is. But I haven't done it. So mm-hmm. maybe it's selfless in theory. Yeah. In an execution, I don't know. But I, hey, don't be afraid, guys, to eat a girl's asshole because it's fun. And girls, if you're curious, just ask them. I think a lot of guys are like really into butt stuff. And if you've done it, let us know because I am interested. I actually, yes, please sound off if you have gone down on a man's butthole. Am I saying this right? Is this the right phrasing? Gone down on a man's butthole. Eating a guy's ass. Yeah, eating ass. That's what we call it. It sounds so preventive. <laughs> like, I can't get over it. I want to know if you've done it, and I want to know how you made sure it was clean, if it was actually clean, if I'm if I'm being paranoid about the cleanliness of men's assholes. Just let me know. I might be being too sensitive about it. But we have a couple, couple more questions. We talked about... Oh, okay. Is there, like, a, a length of time you typically wait to have sex with someone when you meet them? It's a topic we so, haven't covered yet. I personally like to wait, but I have the worst willpower. Oh, same. And I will cave. If not, I'm attracted to someone, yeah. there's not anything really that's going to stop and me. And that's from the thing. Like, them. I am Unless they don't want to fuck. attracted to the person. Right. I just want to try and be that person who can wait a little bit. Just never happens. I waited with someone I ended up dating. And the only reason, I, if I hadn't waited, we wouldn't have ended up dating him because um, I was not quite impressed with what he was working with. But then mm. he ended up being very good, but it took a couple tries. Yeah. And then he ended up being like some of the best sex I've ever had. But like, if I would have slept with him initially before I'd, I'd like been attached to him, I probably would have ended it because mm-hmm. it wasn't, it wasn't that impressive. Yeah. That both the size and the abilities. Yeah. We just didn't know each other's bodies yet. And we learned very quickly. But initially, if I would have, if I hadn't waited, I would have ended it. And because I waited, I already liked him. So I was like, I can give him more chances. And mm-hmm. then all I needed was like a second chance. And he killed it. Um, but then he ended up ruining my life. So maybe I should have just ended it. <laughs> maybe I should have just ended it. But I feel like waiting builds anticipation. The only reason I would give anyone to wait is strictly for anticipation purposes because oh that God, makes the, the sex is like... so much better. So much better. Like, even just one date where you're like, oh, I want to fuck this person. Don't. Mm-hmm. Fuck them next time and you'll, for a week, be like, oh my God, yeah. I can't wait to fuck this person. And then it's going to be great. Yeah. That's the only reason I would give to wait. I don't think there's any, like, rules about, like, oh, they won't call you mm-hmm. the next day if you fuck them too soon. Because, honestly, if they won't, then... You don't want to fuck them again anyway, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's any real reason to wait besides, like, safety. If you don't feel safe with yeah, them yeah. yet, don't go home with them. But if you feel comfy and you're feeling it, go ahead. But my recommendation would be at, wait at least one date. Or if you want to hook up with them, like, don't have sex. Like, do other things. Yeah. 
just save it. Anticipation's everything. It's very mental. It really is, yeah. Sex is so mental. I don't know about for men as much as for women, but I feel like for women it's so much about, like, how you're feeling and anticipation and comfort Mm -hmm. in order to do, like, the freaky shit that we all want to do. I actually had a friend tell me um, to get out of my head. Like, we were comfortable enough with each other where he, like, looked me in the eyes and he was like, you need to get out of your head right now. In bed? In bed. In bed. Oh. <laughs> yeah. How could he know? But was like, how did he know you were in your head? Um, because I like was getting so close to coming and it wasn't happening. Yeah. And he looked up at me and he was like, you need to snap out of it. Um, Didn't that stress you out? It did. Did he add I also, like... I also... I mean, we had been friends for like a decent amount of time before that. Okay. Um, just like platonic friends. Um, and then... So, yeah, like, I trusted him, and, like, I thought it was nice that he, like, felt comfortable no, enough yeah. with me to be, like, I'm trying to, like, help you right now. Like, y- you need to right. loosen up Relax and loosen up. I feel like, I feel like if someone phrased it like that, it would just stress me out more. But what I need is someone to, like, just show a lot of, in- like, especially if they're going down mm-hmm. on me. Because it takes, I don't come from that very easily. I think because most guys aren't that good at it. But. Yeah. And so I don't even, like, personally need it. It's not a requirement so, for me. So how do you deal with when guys offer to? What do you say in response? Like, oh, do you like, say like, by okay, all yeah, means, or, go ahead. Or are you just like, eh, No, no, know? go ahead. Try it. Sure, you yeah. might be bad. It's never like, I've never had an experience where I'm like, get out of there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's usually just neutral where I'm like, this isn't really doing anything. But mm-hmm. he's trying, sure, he could try. Yeah. I'm not someone who like, demands it. Mm-hmm. However... I will not go down on someone unless they yeah. want to go down on me. Exactly. It's 50-50 even. Exactly. You cannot expect a blowjob if it's not just as expected for you to go down on mm-hmm. me. And that's just on a principle. It's not even because I like men going down on me that much. It's literally a principle thing mm-hmm. where I'm like, I'm not, I'm, your dick is not going anywhere near my face. Initially. After, like, a relationship has been established, it doesn't have to be, like, a serious one, but, like, after a what, like, a few yeah. times, then I'll just give you a blowjob because it's foreplay. But initially... You're going to expect me to go down on you, then you go down on me. That's mm-hmm. what we do. But I don't, like, come that easily from it. And so I feel like when guys go down there, I'm just kind of like... That's my thing. That's eh. why I'm, like, I'm just going to be, like, <laughs> staring at the ceiling being, like, ugh. You know? And I need like, a lot of, happening. like... And then, like, I try Verbalization to just, of enthusiasm or else I'm mm-hmm. not going to, like... I'm going to be in my head about it, about it taking too long. So, like, the guys who have been the best at it have been guys who have, like, actively been like I want to go down on you like can I like I like love doing this like the people who have shown like extra enthusiasm though that's the best one so sexy and I really think I don't even know if they were actually better at it than anyone else but it's just the enthusiasm made it feel better because I'm not stressed about it Mm -hmm. so that's the tip for guys just to like show and verbalize enthusiasm yeah I need verbalization it's very important to me Mm mm-hmm and I talked about this last week, I think. But some people, like, do you like dirty talk? Some people don't like it. I, um, like, need it. I, it, it, I don't know. I guess it just depends. Like, I have to be in the mood for it. That's fair. Um, but, like, if it's delivered the wrong way, then it also totally takes me out That's of the mood. That's so true. Exactly. So it's... It's tough. It's tough. But I just find the people I have the most chemistry with are also verbal people in bed. And so it just so happens that mm-hmm. who, the people I'm attracted to tend to like that, which is a nice yeah. thing. But I'm just, like, not attracted to that many people. That's what I'm realizing. It's just like, 
it's so mental and you can look pretty, but if you have a shitty personality, I just like, I can't see past it. Even if I'm not looking to date you, even just as like a hookup, I can't see past like a shitty personality. And that really excludes a lot of people. I can't see past a shitty personality and I can't see past like shitty pants and shitty shoes. (laughs) You need to dress well. You need to dress well. And not expensive. Just like know what looks good on Mm -hmm. your body and like put in a little effort. Like I don't know what you guys are up to, but like even some like plain like vans, just like a regular plain clean pair Mm -hmm. of vans with some cuffed pants. Yes. We love the cuffed pants. Love cuffed pants. It's like instant like. One of my favorite looks. Puddle. Yes. Yeah. Just waterfalls happening. Slip and slide. Let's go. (laughs) Some cuffed pants. Yes. It's really all it takes in like a nice like. And like the exposed. Do you like the exposed sock or do you like? No, I like ankle. I don't want to see a sock. People aren't seeing. You're not seeing. Well, it depends on the look. If you're wearing a nice um, casual dress shoe Mm -hmm. with some cropped pants where you can see the dress socks. I like that look, but that's for a very specific event. That's like dressed up a little bit. Yeah. I'm also a big fan of the same look, no sock. So some nice shoes with some cropped pants or cuffed pants, and I see some exposed ankle. I'm big on that. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I feel like a lot of times that kind of guy can be kind of preppy. A little bit douchey. And a little douchey. A lot douchey. The look I like, sometimes the, the, they're there just real lot, douchey. There are a lot of douches in this city. Yeah, in, in New York. I have experienced that, yeah. Someone described to me there was like a, a finance bro, like yes, uniform. finance bro. Mm-hmm. And it was like a, a fleece Patagonia vest and a button down. But I love that though, because I would never, I wouldn't date anyone who dressed like that. Yeah. Even though so many listeners are in Ohio and a lot of you dress like that. And I, you don't look bad. It's just not my preference. And so it's like, great, I can avoid all the finance bros because if they're wearing that, I'm not talking to Perfect. them. Yeah. Perfect. I'm just going to look for like the, you know, hipster New Yorkers with the half beanies. The little Brooklyn boys. The little Brooklyn boys with the half the beanies boys. and the mustaches. I am really into um, like guys with sleeves. And I really like when... Tattoo sleeves? Tattoo sleeves. Yeah. I like when guys only have one. I'm into like asymmetrical sleeves. I agree. I never used to be into tattoos and my ex-boyfriend had probably like 10 of them just like scattered around mm. and I think it's like the hottest thing now that it's so I crazy how people it. you date like completely change yeah. what you're into like I'm not quite into tattoos either but I'm sure if I dated someone mm-hmm. with tattoos all of a sudden like I dated a drummer and now drummers are like the hottest thing all like since when yeah. but all of a sudden <laughs> I love a good drummer look get this stick but they have rhythm that's that's what it they is have they, have, they rhythm. have rhythm that's yeah. and that's important um okay. I had one night in college um where the guy picked up his acoustic guitar oh god oh wait this happened to me too was it the best night of my life it was good okay mine is a very different story oh see it was maybe the best night of my life everything coupled with that that's so cute um and usually i do not i feel very uncomfortable when people serenade yeah, serenade directly to me. I can't wait to tell the story. Or maybe it was just that he was kind of just like strumming. That's he hot. Was just lightly strumming. I had a boyfriend that did that. And you just look at their fingers and they're. And the dexterity. The dexterity. That you see. You're like, oh. The dexterity. You know what you're doing. We mm-hmm. love to see. It. It's so funny the random things that like signal that someone's going to be good in bed. Mm-hmm. You don't even like. I was going to say dancing, but you don't even be that good of a dancer. You just need to have rhythm. Like, be able to, like, bounce to the beat. And I'm like, okay, that's something. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be, like, stiff. Nothing's worse than, like, a stiff dude in bed. 
someone who like doesn't bend at the hip horrific like what someone i had sex with someone like that they straight up just like planked on me (laughs) what are you doing we need some flexibility here like what's going on okay no but i was serenaded as well um was it a harmonica oh god i think it was a harmonica was this college? Please tell me no, this was college. After this was after college. <laughs> this guy revealed this like longtime crush on me that I had no idea about, and I was very vulnerable. And I had just found out my ex had a new girlfriend, um, like three days after he ended things with me. So clearly, I was cheated on. And I had just found this out, and I was about to move to LA, and it was all very dramatic, and I wasn't well. And he revealed this crush, and I was like, I just don't think it's a good idea if we hook up. I'm very emotional and raw right now. And he was like, It's okay. Um, just come see my new apartment. And I was like, okay, I guess. And then I was like, literally actively told him, I was like, if we sleep together, I will probably cry after. And that's very awkward. And I feel like we shouldn't do that. And he said, you could cry if you want. And we literally hooked up. I literally cried. So tender. And he held me. It was very tender. But before that, it took so much convincing. I was at his place for like three hours because I was really just like, this is not going to be good. Like, mm-hmm. I not because he wasn't going to be good, but just I was like, my emotional state. It's not going to be good for you. This is not going to be good. And he was trying to everything. And he pulled out a harmonica and he, I don't know if he thought that would help. <laughs> it's just such a harsh he sound. He played me a 21 Pilots song. Was it a harmonica? It might have been a I guitar. I feel like it has to be hard to play a 21 Pilots song in a harmonica. It was... Some- Maybe it wasn't a <laughs> I just like made it worse in my memory because it was like I was yeah. like kind of horrified. But I think we had sex like five times that night, so I guess it wasn't Something all worked. a waste. Something worked. I love these twenty twenty glasses where the the circles are in the right hole. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Okay, yeah. so have you guys seen these twenty twenty New Year's glasses that this the two the second eye hole is in the middle of the two? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Instead of... Yes, I didn't see someone It makes me angry. I'm like, what are you... Like, who designed this? Um, But speaking of New Year's, I feel like this is a good time to go into our New Year's goals. We're starting fresh. 2020. A new decade. What what do we want out of this decade? I want a lot of things. A lot of things, yeah. I need to work on my self-care. Yeah. We're going to go to therapy. Yes. Where is in me. Yes. I'm going to therapy. I'm already in it, and I encourage everyone Um, else to be in it. Especially if you're a Scorpio, we all need it, so... Yes. Don't God lie bless. to yourself. Do not lie to yourself. Um, I want to take up Italian. Ooh. I want to I kind of play with the languages. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think you'll do? Like Duolingo? I have Duol- no idea. Duol- I just feel like you in another life about. I was an Italian, so we're doing it. That's nice. Um, And I need to I need to work on my, my self-love, like body confidence. Okay. All mm-hmm. that shit. I feel that. I feel that. I with- need to love myself a little bit more. Yeah. That's, that's a that's good goal. That's the main goal. thing. Those That's are good goals. Yours? Mine, I feel like those are a lot of my goals for this year, 2019. I mean, it's already 2020, so last year. That's wild. Um, a lot of the self-care. I started therapy last year. Mm-hmm. Tried to do a lot of self-loving last year. I, like, took a break from dating altogether for essentially the entire year. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I've made headway. I'm not there yet, but I'm still working on it. So obviously that's a continuation through 2020. But I just have a lot of, like... Personal, like the podcast, I want to grow mm-hmm. to a thousand listeners by the end of the year. That's, That's a lot. That's be a big episode when that happens. That is. I, I should do something big when you I get that. You need to have that. a bash. Yeah. Maybe like 
I don't know, just get like hammered. <laughs> just get, do, do, please do a hammered episode. Blacked out episode. That, yeah. I think that's a good gift if I get there. But that's my goal for 2020, which I'm not quite sure how I'm going to get there. I need to make like objectives. You know, I, I try to make a goal and then I make objectives below the goal on how I'm going to achieve it. I need to pay off a lot of my debt. I have like a set a number one. of that that I'm trying to pay off. It's a good one. Um, I want to like get a couple side hustles going. And so I want to start video editing and get like clients that way and just wow. have like a second She's stream of income. I'm really Damn. just like 2020, I'm going to be in my bag. Yeah, I'm in my bag, but I'm in his too. And that's why every time you see mm-hmm. me, I got some new shoes. Sorry, that's a Megan Stein quote. Um, I'm trying to find a boyfriend. I wanted to say that, but I didn't want to come across. No, I think, <laughs> but here's the thing. We Part- should be allowed to prioritize relationships. Like, why? Or maybe it's, maybe the phrase, like, maybe I need to think of it as, like, I'm ready to share my life. Yes, I'm open. Someone. Not that I want to get married right now. No, I don't. But, like, share the highs and lows. Yeah. And just, like, because have someone intimately know me and I know them. Exactly. Like, because that's beautiful. And mm-hmm. why wouldn't you want, like, why is that a bad thing to want? Yeah. Like, doesn't everyone, people want a better job. People want a house. Like, why am I not allowed to want, like, a partner? Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy to me that that's, like, looked down upon. Especially when, at the end of the day, when you die, who's going to be next <laughs> to you? Your boss or your partner? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. All your money or a partner? Like, what's really important here? So I've... 2020 decided to make it okay that I prioritize my relationships, friendship, and romantic Mm -hmm. and family. Like, those I've decided to, like, let be just as important to me as my career because I feel like I've lived, like, pretty much all my 20s so far being, like, forced career-focused, even though at at my core I'm a very relationship-oriented person Mm -hmm. and, like, I felt like I wasn't allowed to want that and I was, like, shamed for wanting that. No. Why wouldn't I want a boyfriend? Boyfriends are fun and you get consistent sex and you get someone who like knows you and support and all these like beautiful things. So what's the problem? So I, that's something that I would like to find in 2020. Not that I can really put a timeline on it, but I guess like I'm open to it because I haven't dated in two years. I haven't had a relationship for two years. I need to be putting the energy out because as of right now, I've been very like lax and kind of just like expecting it to fall into my fucking exactly lap, which is not going to happen. like i saw a meme that was like the right guy will find me in my living room right like, they like, won't i'm acting like realistically they won't me on my couch right they're not they're not we gotta go out i need to go out and i think that's big like actually one of my resolutions is to leave the house more because i get very like I, I know it doesn't look like it on social media i've been informed but i stay home a lot I'm and i sit in my house yeah. a lot and i'm like an an ambivert or whatever. I'm, I'm like equally introverted and extroverted. So sometimes it's fine, but other times I get like it makes me depressed actively. Mm-hmm. And so I need to just leave the house more. And also like, how am I going to meet anyone if I don't leave the house? I haven't dated anyone I've ever met on an app. I've been on apps for years. I've never. It's never resulted in a relationship. The only mm-hmm. relationships I've ever had, I met them in real life through a friend because I left the house and I went to a pregame <laughs> yeah. and I went to a bar. Like so, that's the only way really. So we're leaving the house in 2020. We're leaving the house we're in leaving 2020. The house. That's a big. I'm trying to think. Ooh, I want to do stand up again. I did a little bit of stand-up in L.A. in L.A.? Mm-hmm. How was that experience? It was Good. fun. I was, like, very depressed Terrifying. at the time. I was scared, but yeah. I was at this, like, open mic where not people were, like, bad. And I was like, okay, well, if they're bad, then I can be bad. Yeah. And I was, like, a little bit less scared. But I have a good friend who I think I want to have on the podcast. Not I think. I already asked him. Um, He'll be great. But he's a, like, professional comic. And I was, like, telling him that I was, like, all depressed. And I was, like, I haven't left the, my bed in three days. It was, like, in this stretch between graduation and starting my job that I'd already gotten. But it didn't start for two months. And I was very depressed because I had nothing to do. Anyway, he was, like, right five minutes, meet me at this open mic. 
at 5 p.m. Wow. And I was like, okay. So I wrote five minutes, practiced it a couple times. I'm good at memorizing things because I was in theater and like growing up. So the scary part about stand-up, it's the one type of performing I thought I would never be able to do because it's so personal. Like you wrote the jokes. Not only are you delivering it, but you also wrote them. So if it's not funny, that's 100% your fault. Whereas like if I'm in a play and I deliver a line that's supposed to be funny, like partly it's because maybe my delivery wasn't good, but also I didn't write the joke. So if it's not funny, that's not my fault. So stand-up is just like very nerve-wracking in that sense, but I've always loved performing and I miss being on stage and I've been told I shouldn't uh, take up stripping like I wanted to try, so. Damn it. Right? I could make so much money. I'm a dancer. I've been told not to do this. You are a dancer. I mean, it's... I've been told I should do it by people I've slept with, but I've been told I shouldn't by everyone else. So, you know. You can take like, a pole dancing. Like, I do want to try like a pole, a pole class. Dancing just, studio? Yeah. just to get in touch with my sexuality, mm-hmm. make sure that's still fresh. Yeah. Because I feel like I don't want it to. That's a good one for 2020. Mm-hmm. Try to get more in touch with my sexuality when I'm not sleeping with someone consistently. Because I feel like I feel very yes. sexy when I'm sleeping with someone consistently and I get a lot of, like, sexual and confidence there. And then you, like, neglect there. yourself when that's not. When it's case. not there, then I just kind of forget that I'm, like, still hot as fuck and I'm, like, a sexy person mm-hmm. and I don't wear my lingerie and I don't, like... I started taking nudes. I don't have anyone to send them to, but I started taking them. Love that for you. They're in my camera that's roll. amazing. Yeah. Don't hack me. You know what I did, though? I sent it to, um this podcaster that I love. He also has a sex podcast and he's a comic in New York and I like want to try to find him while I'm here. Um, it's so creepy. He's like a lot younger than me. He's like 20. He just turned 23. He's, that's so young. Um, but he always says like, go ahead and send me your nudes. So I was like, well, I have them. <laughs> so on his birthday, I sent him this beautiful aspect I took. Yeah. Oh, I've talked about this nude because I discovered a new angle. And what is- okay, so lay you're laying on your stomach. Yeah. And you have your phone in your hand and you like you're basically like taking the angle from below and you have to you have to flip the photo once you've taken it like uh-huh. you have to edit okay. it and flip okay. it but it like I'll show you the photo the angle is like incredible it makes your ass like anyone's ass would look amazing from this angle and so you're laying on your stomach your phone's in I guess your right hand and you're like have it back behind you on selfie mode. Your phone's on selfie mode and you have it back behind you and like just naturally where you would put it to get your ass mm-hmm. in the shot is where you should put it. And it's just like, here it is. Wow. It's a good one. It's a good angle, guys. So anyone would really look good from that. So I think everyone should try it. But, you know, taking nudes for yourself. Take nudes for yourself. Why not? And then now when I do meet someone who wants nudes and they kind of hit me at a time where I got my bonnet on or I don't have have any makeup on. You have the album. I can pretend like I just took them and send them out. And it's great. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't put my face in them so that it doesn't matter. I change my hair a lot, so that's always a tell if my nudes are fresh or not, is if my hair is in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they're like, don't you have a shaved head right now? And it's like a long weave. And I'm like, oh, um, it's just a wig. Funny you should um, ask. Yeah. So I just don't put my face in them anymore anyway, so no one can ever use them against mm-hmm. me. Um, this has been a great episode. This has been a, I it's think been a so good it. A good one. Thanks yeah. so much for being on. And um, guys, have a very happy new year. Don't forget to submit your questions. You can DM Bad Sex Podcast on Instagram. If you know my personal Instagram, which I don't want to put on the podcast, you can go ahead and DM me there. And you can email badsexpod at gmail.com or askfm slash badsexpod to ask anonymously. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye, Bye guys. Happy 2020. Woo! Thank you.